Welcome to Earn's World. Hitting you over the head one bop at a time. When it comes to the we do, there's no comparison. This is the Earn's World Podcast. Hosted by DJ Earn One and Diff You. What it do? There's a culture shift, and we're the culprits. Check it out, Alright y'all, welcome back to the Irons World Podcast. It's your boy DJ Earn One. And it's your boy Diff You. And we are here in Portland, per usual, on the couch. What it do, world? What's up? And this is episode 42. 42. Ooh. You know what I mean? And as usual, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. You know what I mean? Rocking with us as we head towards the big 5-0. Facts. And we also want to thank everybody for getting us to the 100 subscribers because i don't know if we talked about it on the last episode i, I mean remember. we weren't there yet yeah we, we, weren't we, there we, yet. we were recording we were recording it and we hadn't hit there yet and then i was putting the episode together and i was like oh we got 102 subscribers yeah, now 102 man so so we out there make we hit the mark. story sure yeah we hit the mark we hit the mark we're actually gonna have to set another mark now so uh yeah Let's go ahead and uh, work on getting us to that 120 at least. Let's go and start a little small milestone. Let's get to 120 subscribers. Can we do that, people? 20 more people? That's not hard. Let's no, go. Not. It's not. You know what I'm saying? But uh, how you been, though, man? Shit. I've been all right. Um, you know, trying to, trying to, you know, put stuff in order for, for, the, for the future. Man, I'm I was talking to Je- I was talking to Jeff earlier. I was just talking to him about the fact that I don't know, I've just been diving deeper into this, like, camera, this world of cameras, right? So he was telling, just kind of giving me a bunch of game and stuff in terms of, like, he's like, based on what you currently have, he was like, all you really need now is, like, one or two more things to be need to get you like, a completely gimbal. operational. And, yeah, the gimbal was one of the things he said. So I might invest in that in the near future. But I got to make some money first. About to have this dude on his, uh, on his Spike Lee shit. Oh, no, no, no. Director X. I'm going to have you on your Director X shit. <laughs> yeah, man. For real, for real. It's going to be dope. Yeah. S- seeing all the uh, the endless possibilities you could do with a camera, you know. It's kind of cool because I've known this man since high school. And to me, I kind of feel like this is the most artistic you've been. Really? And I don't mean that in no slight. I mean just in like the sense of like you really creating content and really like having a creative vision, executing it, and then getting a camera on top of that and actually just shooting shit. Like, you got a camera back in the day, but you were just doing photography. This is a whole other scope. It's a whole other ball game. Like, you actually creating content. Yeah, I mean... And I, and I look at that as, like, you now are, like, full-blown artist now. I'm saying I've been doing. creating content. It just wasn't on behalf of myself. Yeah, that don't that count then. Sense. That don't count then. I'm talking well, about... It counts. I'm it's talking just, about you as a creative, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, like me stepping into my... You're an artist right self now. Self as a creative right now. You but know what I'm saying? In the, in, in, the fact that in, the, in the fact and in the sense that I'm creating content on behalf of myself and the people around me. Yeah, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm only strictly talking about you. No, I feel I you. feel like, like you, this is a new... I, I, I don't. I, to me, I can only speak from my end, from my perspective. I feel like it's a new plateau looking at looking in from the outside because I see like you having your own vision creatively, and that's just dope. Because like, I mean, I'm like, yo, I, I'm watching it unravel, and I'm seeing it as it goes. Like, we're growing together. You're growing, and you're learning things. And I'm just sitting back and watching. I mean, even as simple as just like the photo shoot we had, I like you already had the idea. I honestly didn't fully like understand it because I didn't really see it. 
But when you show me the the reference and where it came from, I'm like ah. And then when I saw I put together, I'm like ah, I see. Oh, you talking about from the uh, damn? What was the the Royal Tenenbaums? Yeah, 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 yeah. it so. just it just opened my eyes up, and I and I and and it added so much more respect to uh, your creative vision because I'm like, dude, like I see where you going, and like I just like it. Like I'm like, all right, bro. Like yeah, like I'm not always just try to draw references from the the media and the, the things that we grew up engaging with, whether it be like. The pothead content we watch, the delinquent jackass type shit we watch, like wherever, like I mean, that's the stuff we grew up on. So I mean, that you subconsciously took it in, yeah. Nah, you know? for that. So like, I don't know. For example, like I said, the the whole logo we have now for the podcast, that shit's just based on fucking the Wayne's World universe. I saw somebody with a Wayne's World hat today. Like I grew up watching that's the crazy. movie Wayne's World at summer camps. Because older camp counselors made us watch that shit during movie time. And then we go to the theme park sometimes for like field trips. Or we just be at the theme park with our families on weekends. And one of the rides at the theme park was a Wayne's World based roller coaster. But what do you know? <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah. I, so. I mean, I also used to work in TV. Well, I got my start True. in TV. And like I've always kind of been viewed as one of those like anti establishment people. Even though you work for the establishment. Even though I work for the right, even though I work for the establishment. So I mean it's like, you know. <laughs> it just kinda makes sense. Not for you. Yeah. I'm man. do the same thing y'all are doing, but from the crib. If you if you if you uh if you looking in from my perspective, um, it's amazing to watch. I I love it, basically. So I'm happy to see you uh doing this and I can't wait to see more. Shit, I'm happy to have you here doing this shit with me. Shit. I mean, honestly, from the from the jump, I've been, when I, when I, even like I mean, the whole idea of the podcast that we even have stems from just like our interactions in high school. True. And it's in the places we would be having these conversations, having these very similar conversations to the conversation we're having now. I do definitely um, now. feel what you're saying, though, as far as just trying to get things solidified for the future. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even digging too deep into what I want this year to be like, but I will say, like, I want to work so much harder than where I, I want to work a thousand times harder. You know what I'm saying? Um, I want to be in a better place than where I, I am currently on all levels. And creatively, I've been feeling really, really good. And uh, the music thing has always got its hurdles. But overall, I feel like I'm in a good headspace. So I kind of just want to, you know work really hard to solidify my, my place creatively um, in the future. Not for you know what I'm saying? Um, that's about the same, though. Ain't much going on on my end either. Just been grinding as usual. Same old, same old. You know? Respectfully. Respectfully. Yeah. Um, but I guess we can go ahead and get into... into these topics. Yeah. I, I mean, you can go ahead and start off with uh, something you had brought up. Which kind of opened my eyes up. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know if y'all been paying attention to, you know, social media and just the current climate around NFL or whatnot. But if you've been paying attention and have not been living under a rock, Taylor Swift is currently dating Travis Kelsey. And this is even crazy that I'm even talking about Taylor Swift on my podcast. Right, I, don't listen to, yeah, I don't listen to her music I, at all. Like, weird. I don't really engage with her under any circumstances for the most part. Unless, respectfully. Like, respect, yeah, respectfully. Unless, like, you know, somebody happens to put her directly in my line of sight, <laughs> which happens to be what's going on right now with the NFL. So, Shannon Sharp was talking to Chad Johnson, a.k.a. Ocho Cinco. Um, used to play wide out for a few teams in the NFL, most notably 
Unction the Cincinnati shit. Bengals. Um, but I've having a conversation about Beyonce in the um, NFL, and basically, oh, not Beyonce, but Taylor Swift being around the NFL, and how they how Shannon Sharp feels like. Let me let me look at the needle culturally right now. Taylor Swift is moving the needle more than Beyonce. How do you feel about that? We have a clip. I have a clip I can show you. Play the clip let, me, let me play the clip real quick. All right, so here we go. So this is the clip, obviously. Complex posted it, but I'm pretty sure Shannon Sharp probably has it on his social media somewhere. Let me start the clip over. Ocho, yes. I love Beyonce. Beyonce ain't moving the needle like this chick, Ocho. <laughs> no. What? You no, you tripping, Ocho. This girl, this ask the chat. She's the closest who, thing. The she's the closest who, thing to moving the needle like Michael Jackson that we've seen. This is it. Whoa. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Reel it back in a little bit, baby. Reel it back in a little bit. Beyonce moves the needle just like Taylor. That's funny. Ask the chat, please. Ask the chat, please. We'll put it to the chat. All right, so it's funny that he even says it, because I ain't going to lie. This reminds me of that conversation that we was having about the whole comparing Drake to Michael Jackson and comparing Chris Brown to Michael Jackson. Like, this is a good one. I don't want to go crazy because I, I I don't got the energy to today to get all wild and turned up. But I will say this. I'm tired of people making these comparisons to like people who have put their stamp in the culture. I'm not <laughs> saying Taylor Swift ain't put her stamp in the culture, but let's be real, y'all. Let's talk like the like the like the uh preachers say in the church. Can I talk plain? You can talk plain. There's only one side. Uh, I don't know. There's only one group of people that listen to Taylor Swift. The culture is rocking with Beyonce, not Taylor Swift. <laughs> right. Let's let's be 100, man. When I say the culture, I mean the culture, and you can take that for however you want. Everybody in that culture, we 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 fucking with Beyonce. Only a certain group of people is fucking with Taylor Swift, man. And if you really want to get even deeper, I and I will agree with what Shannon is saying. Like right now, currently, as far as as far as relevancy, yeah. She's definitely doing her thing. Yeah. She's bringing money she to moving, the city. She's moving the needle. You know what I'm saying? But you can't put her in the same category as Beyonce. And we already know this is a very, uh, what's the word? Um, what, touchy? I don't want to say touchy, but remember what happened, Contra- last, what happened last time when you put them in the same category. Remember what happened oh, last time, Beyonce right? with Kanye? Yeah. So, and, and let's be real. <laughs> Kanye spoke for the, for the who? The people? The people. And, and what are the people? The who? The culture? The culture. So, at the end of the day, man, like, and this is no slight on Taylor Swift, but like, bro, come on, man. Like, ain't nobody listening to no Taylor Swift. And when I say okay, that. I ain't gonna say that. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> when I say that. I'm talking about the culture. She has her own fan base. Don't get it. Don't get yeah, it twisted. She got a super Taylor fan Swift base. has a beehive just like the, Beyonce. They call, has them the, a, they call them the Swifties. So yes, she has she has a cult following. But that cult following that we're talking about, it ain't transcending cultures. Beyonce transcends cultures. We're talking, we're talking hip hop, R and B. Then you're talking women women empowerment empowerment. LGBT community fucks with Beyonce hella heavy. She got everybody. She's transcending cultures. Taylor Swift ain't transcending cultures. Because if she was, we the only song I know that crossed over was a song she did with Kendrick Lamar. And we don't even fuck with that song. We don't even accept that. What song is that? 
uh, Bad Blood with her song. Say, is that Bad Blood? That's her song. Yeah. So that don't even uh, count. Was on that song? Yeah, remix. I think. Okay, I was like, he's Some not on the original. Like he's on the song. I guess he's on the remix. He's he's, he's on the he's on the song. It's, it's like a remix or something. But okay. the point but the point is though is that like. See, that goes to show you how much I listen to her music. In the grand scheme of things, nah, man. I'ma just be completely honest with you. Like, you can't compare. It's not even even really a conversation because you can't compare. She's doing her thing um, right now, but you can't put her in the same category as Beyonce, man. I think that I don't even have to go farther because just from the fact that she transcend, transcends through cultures. And then on top of that, it's like her music. I mean, if you want to take it further too, the music. Like, we had that conversation about um, music that lasts against the test of time. I'm not saying Taylor Swift's music don't do that, but let's be real, people. Beyonce got way more songs that we're going to play in the next 20 years over Taylor Swift, man. Only a certain group of people are going to be listening to Taylor right, Swift yeah, for the next okay. 20 years. I feel what you're saying. There's like a function function happening. Like Beyonce is on at the party over Taylor Swift. Yeah, like there's it's a small percentage. But she also of makes a different type of music, though. That are, that, are, that are listening to Taylor Swift. And when I say small group of people, it's a big number. But again, man... When we talk about What's the same type of person that's in the Taylor Swift. When we talk about the culture, though, there's several different types of people that are into Beyonce. Exactly, <laughs> and, and 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 it's just and on top it's the of the same that, archetype, basically, it's the same NPC that likes Taylor Swift. I feel like when you bring same NPC, they might come in different shades every once in a while, but in general, it's the same NPC. If you catch my drift, I don't know. It's just it's it's just tricky. I, well, you catch you catch you get what I'm saying, all right? I feel you. Yeah, I think it's tricky to like I said to compare them because you also got to understand too different times. That's another thing. Beyonce, at one point, was one of the top selling female artists. I mean, we had multiple. Don't get it twisted. Is she still one of them? I mean, I can't say say now number wise. It depends on what you're saying. If you're going off number wise, I don't know. I but feel like I, she's probably still on the list. But I'm saying top five. that like she, her run though, her 10, 10 year run, like after Destiny's Child, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. It's, you can't even, what are we talking about? Which, like, I mean, I feel what Shannon is saying, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, he can Beyonce's, only speak also, on right Beyonce's now. also never really been the type of person to be OD visible to the public. She ain't got to be. And I feel like Taylor Swift hasn't really either to be honest with you she's just kind of in a situation now where she's hella visible because she's been going to nfl games and the, the player she's dating happens to be on one of the best teams in the league so every single one of his games is in prime time so it's like oh taylor swift's also at the game did you look at that i mean yeah ain't much to talk about man i, th- but I, I mean, think it, i think i think it is dope to see her have the impact on the fact on on the games for the sense that she's like bringing more people to the game true that never normally would have watched it but outside of that it's kind of like i mean uh, these people as soon, as soon as taylor swift leaves these people gonna leave so it's like does it really count because i mean when i think about it you know Beyonce, I mean? when i think about a beyonce who else was there what you mean in terms of what Beyonce's 10-year run, who gave it to us like her? Oh, like during that run? Yeah, you had your Sierras. You had, but, and that's my thing. I mentioned Sierra, and there's no disrespect. But you can't even put her in the same category as Beyonce. And that's my point. There's nobody like a Beyonce at that time. Give me that, in that 10-year run, Beyonce was killing shit. Give me another female artist that had that same exact, because let's be real. This is actually, I'm going to give it, I'm going to say this. To me, Beyonce was like the Janet Jackson of our time. 
And if we ain't get, and if you're not the Janet Jackson of, of, of a generation, then you can't be put in no category. You can't know be, you even say she's a gen. Cause like she is, but she's had a longer career at this point than Janet Jackson. If you catch my drift, like no, she's had more. I feel like it, she's it's had not more about of an it's not about impact it's, it's than not, Janet Jackson. No, you don't think so? Hell no, because if, because if that was the case, I wouldn't even be able to have her in that conversation of saying that she's the Janet Jackson of our time. Okay, but I mean, if you really want to look at Janet Jackson's career, it was like what, like the the eighty, the late eighties. No, but you, but she was 90s, no, but but you, but you got early two thousand. You got to understand. So it's like maybe twenty years if you want to calculate the whole thing. Certain Beyonce's artists' career has been like. Certain 30. artists, Actually, they've been all the same. I don't think about it. They've been all the same. same certain artists hold same weight. Same time, same amount of time. But Beyonce just has more bodies. No, but hold on, listen though. Certain yeah, artists, Beyonce has more bodies of work though. Certain artists hold weight beyond their musical status. That's why I'm saying I'm saying this. This isn't just about the music. Okay. I'm talking about the cultural iconic impact. Janet Jackson was Janet Jackson. She was a she was a uh 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 what's the word uh She's an icon uh, yeah but Beyonce is also an icon but like <laughs> a sex symbol though Beyonce is also a sex symbol but but I, but she but I'm <laughs> but I'm saying that's what I'm saying but like Janet Jackson what of that time that she was a big deal she was like basically how I, how I vision I vision Beyonce in that same vibe like. What our our generation? That's our Janet Jackson. That's the closest I could think of, because when you go that's back, because when you because when you go back to her Janet Jackson's time, there was a lot of female artists that were around her, but not a lot of them carried that iconic sex symbol like Janet Jackson that took that transcend beyond her music. Because Janet Jackson doesn't just get looked at, but at just her music. She's known for her her her, her looks and her she does she has a whole vibe to her. That is beyond the music, which made her even bigger than the music. Am I right or am I right? There's not a lot of artists that do that. I mean, she was also related to Michael Jackson. But it don't matter. It's just the fact that, that her, do matter. But it, <laughs> I, it. But I'm saying at the end of the day, I'm just strictly talking about her impact and what she brought to the table. Like Beyonce is related to Solange. Beyonce is related to Solange. Plus the music. Well, really, so, if you want to take it, you want to take it the other way around, for real, for Solange is related to Beyonce. I'm really just saying <laughs> that. And I, don't I, don't that get that, I don't get that iconic vibe from Taylor Swift. Like she's shifting things, but and I'm not even saying she's not I- that's iconic. What I, that's what, that's I'm not what, saying she's iconic because she's not was, iconic in art, and she's not. She, it's just I don't want to say she's not iconic. She's a pop icon. She's a pop icon, so I can't say she's not iconic. I'm not gonna say that she's not. But it's just you know what I'm saying. Yeah, you get the what impact's I'm not the same. It's not the same. It don't hit the same when she performs. The crowd don't. It move doesn't the transcend. Same way. It doesn't transcend. That's just simple as that. It doesn't transcend because if it did, we see it in a different light. That's true. It's just the truth. You know what I'm saying? Really, it's only white women and white adjacent women. Yeah, that rock like, with Taylor Swift. Exactly. Like we, everybody loves Beyonce for the most part, man. She she got every, she got a she got everybody from different walks of life fucking with her. She thugs like Beyonce. My grandma's not playing Taylor Swift. Thugs like Beyonce. That's what I'm saying. Like, come on, man. So I don't think we got to go any further. I think that's a what you think? It's simple. Hey, it's, it's, it's not rocket science. It's not rocket science. But like I said, I feel where he's coming from in the current stint, in the current sense. But at the same time, like Beyonce is also just not the type of person to even really be OD visible at the, at the football game anyway. If she were at the suite, the camera probably wouldn't even be able to see her. And she's, if she's in the suite, she'd be tucked away. Right. I will say, well, hell no, I was, I would go, we'll move on from this, but I was about to say, 
I was about to include another female artist, but it's hard, man. I can't. It's hard to put another female artist in those categories. And if anybody is listening, correct me if I'm wrong. Chime in in the comments, and 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 you know, let me know if I'm missing somebody that uh, holds that weight and that iconic status. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm looking at Janet Jackson like damn near the black Marilyn Monroe of that time type shit. Who was the black Marilyn Monroe of that time? See, I wasn't around at that time, so I can't even really speak on that. You have to ask like people but, that was but, around. But just, just to, but just looking in from the outside, from I speaking off ignorance. That's why I feel like when you look, because bro, some of this shit is not. My thing is, we've been told that Marilyn Monroe is an, an icon, and we was not born in that time. But it's easy to say that based off the history of. The, like you can say that without being in that time period because you've seen her iconic uh, influence, right? To Marilyn Monroe. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So you don't have to be in that time to see it, which proves my point that some people transcends and their even down the cartoons have been inspired. People, Betty Boop, some of that shit was inspired damn near from like Marilyn Monroe in a, in a sense. Some of the stuff. Some of, they say Betty Boop is supposed to be black though, low key. I ain't know that. That's, that's some random shit. You put me on some random shit. That's, that's what they say. But that's I'm the not old even. That's I'm not even. Older, I'm not, that's I'm not some of the older black people say. But I'm, I'm not, not saying that it literally came from Marilyn Monroe. I'm saying, but her 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 look inspired a lot of shit that we've seen over the course of however long. So when you bring up another person in the next generation, it's hard to think about another person that gave that vibe. So when I thought, that's why I was like, when I thought of Janet Jackson, that's what it reminded me of that. And then when I fast forward to us. Me personally, I wouldn't go that far with it. You wouldn't? No. So who would you compare? Who could you compare? I would compare, I I feel like Beyonce and Janet Jackson's a fair comparison. But I'm saying, I don't know. So who do you would be a black version of that, that gave us that vibe, that that has that same? Because she literally. I don't know. I wasn't around that time. So I really wanted, I'd really want to ask somebody that was around. I guess that is hella fair. At that but time, at the same to get time, their point like, of view, because like, true, 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 because she might not really have been the she. The, none of them might have been the one back then, for real. For real. it could have been somebody else. And that's just what the media said. Yeah, but that don't count then, because she mean that don't that, that don't count. Because if you really transcend and you gonna see it, the media go eventually it's gonna leak and the world's gonna see it. Because if you're an icon, you're an icon. That shit, you know what I mean. Now, don't get me wrong, though. Motherfuckers do be stealing. People be getting overlooked. People do be stealing, though. <laughs> People get overlooked all the time. That is true. All right. So it's like, I don't know. All right. All right. We can move on. I got to ask somebody from that was really around and outside at that time. I got you. Yeah. But that's the general concept. I mean, Taylor has been moving those New Balances, too. She has New Balance? Them. No, Collab? she don't. She was just wearing new ba- like a, the New Balance 550. Oh, and they just... In, like, a white and red colorway because the Chiefs... You know, then and, and the Swifties was like she all put, along it. She put money on. Well, speaking of speak, that's kind of a uh, goes into the next topic a little bit, sort of. Yeah. So I don't. This is something that's been because I mean, people will consume things based off. It's been on my mind anyway, especially since I you know studied marketing and you was working in marketing, a pretty well known brand. Which is man, it's blind blind consumerism, and I'm saying that in the sense that people just kind of just blindly follow trends and it's kind of like a perfect segue into this topic from the taylor swift shit because like i said hella people were not thinking about the nfl at least from a taylor swift fan fan standpoint until she started showing up the football games and like i said a couple minutes ago as soon as she stopped showing up at the football games if her relationship with travis ends up ending they're gonna lose a little bit of money 
they're gonna stop watching football too. They're only going over there because Taylor's over there. They only bought those New Balances because Taylor was wearing those New Balances. I mean, dude, this is part of the game, dog. Influencers, man. Because this is a topic you more that you want to talk about. I know you wanted me to chime in on it. It's, yeah, like I'm just me, curious to uh, see your thoughts because I mean, like I, as as of late, like. I don't know, man. Like, I mean, personally, man, I don't really care only because it's typical consumer shit. Like, it's the American way. Because <laughs> I'm not that type of consumer, I naturally look at, like, I don't want to say those type of people, but I just naturally look at, like, everybody else is just like, um, they're all the same to me in a sense because. Most people, most people, and I mean this as far as like, I'm not even going to say the average Joe, because the average Joe doesn't count this conversation. I'm going to say someone who actually has uh, an attachment to a brand. I feel like a lot of people like me, we have our reasons as to why we want to buy something. But I feel like a lot of people just don't. I know. (laughs) So that's why it's kind of like hard for me to really like killing me about this care because I'm honestly just like, well, this is normal. Like people are dumb just like and I don't want to sound insulting, but it's kind of like people are dumb, though. Even when the simplest thing, when COVID hit and everybody was buying a tissue and we went out and we all ran out of tissue like idiots. It's just like yeah, dude, I didn't forget. I didn't forget about the way y'all acted over that tissue. That yeah, toilet paper. Like people went crazy and started <laughs> buying all the tissue. It's just. I mean, I don't know. It's weird. I don't really have much to say. You know, it just kind of shows where we are in society. I don't know. It's also weird because, like, even thinking about the, uh, the the recent situation with the Stanley Cups, right? Like, social media don't help. Nah, it doesn't. So, like, you, you get we ad, my phone. We're getting we're getting algorithms that's pushing ads cup. in our faces. For, you know what I'm saying? You got TikTok videos now. You got TikTok videos now showing, um all these random like one-off products that you might find on Amazon that are like, Oh, look at this cool thing you can purchase that might work. You know what I mean? Like it'd be random ass shit that you don't even necessarily ask for. You'll just be on your feed and it'll be a certain video, somebody reviewing a product. So you got a lot of people that I ain't even going to lie, dude. I've been a victim of that shit. This cup right here, bro. I've been on Instagram before and literally saw something that I don't necessarily need. But I'm like, this is kind of cool and convenient. This and it cup. just randomly shows up. You saw this cup on Instagram. And you didn't need it. You saw this cup. The Stanley Cup. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's easy to fall it's easy to fall victim. The only difference is though, I don't normally buy any of this shit. And then if it's something that I actually do, like, like I said, just a second ago, I made an example. I'm on social media and I'm seeing something that's like, I'm not gonna buy this, but I ain't gonna lie. This is kind of convenient. But I'm just like, why is it like, why in 2024 is a, is a thermos, an insulated cup, an item of scarcity to, to people? It's not really an item of scarcity. It's not. I'm like, why are y'all going hard over this? Like, this is literally an item that construction workers and people that go camping use. But because you, it comes you, you, in a certain color. You just missed my point. Though. And it's limited to like, I really don't even understand why they're limited in it to like 30 That's something, 30 something, 30 something. No, 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 no. I, I get what you're saying about the social media plan coming into play, but it's just like, from a brand standpoint, I'm like, yo, like, just increase the quality, the quantity of the cups to like 100 per store. Like, I, I've seen the lines. Like, there's only maybe 150 people at most of each one of these stores. Like, TikTok and social media, well, 
all those social media platforms have basically changed and shifted everything, dude, including the way we consume. So no, I'm hip because you can literally buy whatever the fuck you're looking for right off your social media timeline. That's what I'm saying. Like I you literally don't even have to leave the platform I, to shop. I literally get like videos of people reviewing products that I don't necessarily need, but it's stuff that I still find kind of cool. I'm like, you know, it ain't even necessarily that I don't need. You could you could find some use to it, but it's like, do I really need this? No, I don't. You know what I'm saying? And like you said, people, a lot of people just blindly jump into something or buy something. Not even taking a, it's like the, it's, 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 it's like a new form of, uh, an end cap. You know, when you go to the store and it's that <laughs> an end cap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like impulse buying. You know what I'm saying? It's right. like you about to check out and you don't need Leave none it, of that but shit. But you just happen to see it on your way to the register. Let, let me go ahead and grab that. It's literally a new form of that. So it's like, I don't want to necessarily judge people so harshly because it's easy to fall. Tr- but it's honestly not even let me, let me, let me grab that. It's cause it's, it's like, yeah, let me grab that real quick. Cause I saw him with that in his cart. I don't think it's that serious. I don't, I don't think it's that serious, but I mean, that's just what I've noticed. I don't think it's, I don't even think, I don't see people going to that, going to that extent. Bro. Not for Kids were literally getting made fun of and not having a Stanley cup. I mean, that's just a fucking, that's, that's th- just, a fucking thermos. That's just typical dumb trend shit. When you're but young, I'm saying, and you're though, kid, like you, a thermos. You, you put trends on stupid shit. We all did that at one point on certain things. Every every we were going hard over a thermos. We wasn't, but I'm sure we were, <laughs> I'm sure we were going hard over way other things. Like I said, so again, I'm not familiar with you. It's hard for me. It's hard for me to really like for again for a conversation like this. It's all relative, but at the same time, like. For a conversation like this, again, it's just like whatever to me. It's like, I'm not surprised at all at the actions of people. This isn't surprising. Oh, that's interesting. I don't indulge in these type of activities. Because, like, I even remember, okay, I'm not even going to say that. See, and it's funny, I would I would be lying to you if I said I were going out for Black Friday back in the day, but I was literally I mean, going. I definitely have. I was going out for Black Friday back in but high school. There wasn't no crazy shit going on. Just to cop the pair of kicks that dropped on Black Friday, and that was it. And I remember this one time vividly in what was it? I don't want to say. But that's not blindly consumers. No, it's not blind consumers. No, not in that sense. But I had to go out there with the people that were blind consumers. True. And that was my first eye-opening experience. Uh, What was it? Black Friday, twenty ten. I want to say they dropped the gates in Concord Mills, right, to let people like open the mall up to people. And I'm at the front of the gates, right, and I'm like noticing people are like, I'm feeling people pushing behind me, and I'm like, what the heck, like. The store, the store I got to get to is right there, so I'm not really tripping too hard. I'm just like, let me just get to the store real quick and let me cop these kicks and then go about my business, whatever, right? But as we're as they drop the gates, like a huge like almost surge happens, right? <laughs> People are getting trampled, low key, trying to get into the mall. At that point, I'm like, yeah, I'm not even running to get these shoes. I'm running, I'm running to get out of the way of this bullshit. Like it's just crazy. Look at this shit. People turning to savages over a TV that they don't even need. Shit is wild, man. Because of a Black Friday deal, that's not even really a deal. Right. They got y'all. Like, they got y'all. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. Like I said, I don't have much to say on that. I'm I don't not... know, but I'm... I'm oh, this is interesting to see, though, because I'm curious to know how it's honestly going to affect the next generation, especially since they've been given cell phones since... Cell phones and iPads and tablets since they could since before they could talk. It ain't gonna change, man. Shit's gonna get worse. Like I said, you're gonna have people... And they seem to be the ones that are most influenced by... Actually, I can't even say they're the ones that are most influenced by because, like... I don't know, man. A lot of Gen Z and millennials are also just as bad as what they say Gen Alpha is about this shit. So, yeah. And I'm, I would be lying to you if I said I didn't have a lot of shit, because I do. 
Yeah, but that's not blindly consuming. We you we having a conversation about blindly consuming. So if it wouldn't just But that's a yeah, I was about to say with I'm a little different about my shit. I actually use the shit that I blindly consume. That's what consume. I'm saying. So it's not you're not blindly consuming it. <laughs> that I blindly consume. I use my shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That shit interesting though. Just to see it go down. The way it goes down. <clears throat> I got y'all acting crazy over some cups. It's a shame. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. But yeah, um It's a shame. Let's uh go ahead and go into the next topic. Yeah, what uh, is the next topic on this list? The review. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I'll let you take this one away. Yeah, because I ain't gonna lie, you was kinda boring boring me with the uh the blind consumerism. I mean it's just something that's been on my mind. <laughs> I know. Just but seeing like, all this shit go down. I, like I'm like, damn, like I ain't even trying to sound like rude about it, but it's just like that shit is just like But it's crazy because I even told people I was working with before I left. I was like, yo, like, y'all know. It's just regular shit. Ain't shit. gonna be the same after like in a couple in a couple of months. It's like, just regular in shit a year, to me. year or so. I just literally I'm not surprised about it. I don't have much to say. It's just like, well, it just sounds like typical uh people to me. Like most people don't even have an identity, bro. They don't. Which is why I'm like, why I don't know, man. That's why I'm like, why is this even a it's not surprising. It shouldn't even be a It's not a surprise, but this time it was only a surprise because of what it was over. A fucking thermos. The last time was toilet tissue. That was different. We were in low key a survival state, so I ain't really as mad about that one as I as I am just seeing this one. I'm like, not really mad. I'm not really mad about this one. I'm just more so annoyed by it. If that makes sense. They got the tissue, but didn't get the wet wipes. Right. All right. Let's move on. Left um, all the wet wipes. <laughs> uh, so I want to do. Oh, this mic sounds weird talking from the side. I'm not gonna do that. That's weird. Uh, Left all the wet wipes. I'm gonna do a, a review real quick. A quick music review. Earn didn't listen to the project. Um, but Benny the Butcher, people, for those that don't know, Benny the Butcher is uh part of Buffalo, Griselda. yeah, Buffalo, New York rapper, um, part of Griselda. And he is uh basically one of these rappers that's been around for a long time, but you know, I guess just now kind of getting his shine. He actually just signed to uh Def Jam not too long ago and release his debut album with Def Jam. So he's had a lot of projects if you've listened to him, but this is technically his debut full length album with a major label. Really? Um yes, a little uh quick story, background story on some of this. Um Snoop Dogg actually helped him get his deal with Def Jam. Uh in in fact I'm pretty sure Snoop Dogg was the person who, you know, made sure he was straight and got him right completely. Uh so I just want to throw that out there as a little fun fact. In case Snoop Dogg got the Skechers deal too. Um, Snoop Dogg is always getting the checks. I'm just saying though, he got that Skechers deal. So I want to jump right into it. They don't look terrible. I played the project, and I'm gonna I'm gonna speak from uh, my personal like uh, opinion, which I feel like is kind of biased, and then I'm gonna get into. Um, I'm going to take a step back and really just speak on how I feel from the album looking uh, looking outside of myself, I guess, if that makes sense. Am I making sense? Yes. Okay. So, sorry if I'm sounding a little weird. The project's called Everybody Can't Go. Uh, it's 12 tracks. Me being, The reason why I had to give that little disclaimer is because me being a Benny the Butcher fan... I pretty much am like, I'm going to like anything he does. He makes good music, honestly. Dudes, they like one of those. They're like in the upper echelon of rap. And when it comes to like, 
these type of dudes, if you're looking for that, you're never going to miss. The only thing that's going to make it a deal breaker is the production at that point. So with that being said, he got 12 tracks on here. The whole album is produced by The Alchemist and Big Boy. I mean, not Big Boy. My bad, Hit Boy. How's that Big Boy? boy. Hit Boy. The whole album is produced by The Alchemist and Hit Boy. That's random. I know, right? (laughs) Why is it? Uh, album Alchemist. So. um, For Benny the Butcher. (laughs) Starting off from the top, man. Honestly, uh, he starts off bringing you in. Typical Benny style. You know what I'm saying? I had already heard some of the singles. So I, I did skip the singles because I really just wanted to hear um, the, the tracks that I didn't hear. And honestly, the shit was good, man. Even the songs that like I wouldn't expect him to really do. Like he got a song a song with Snoop Dogg, which is like when you hear, hear Benny the Butcher, you wouldn't really think a Snoop Dogg track in him would be like, you know, would really go. But I feel like he kind of played it safe. And he made and he did it smart. Like he didn't go too crazy. He didn't go outside of his realm of style. And then Snoop Dogg didn't do anything crazy either, which kind of like made the shit, you know, work out. And I kind of felt like that could be a tricky thing, because honestly, you got somebody like Snoop Dogg, a straight West Coast rapper, and you got somebody like Benny the Butcher, who's straight raw um, New York, East Coast. Those don't always mesh. And sometimes it could look very like, oh, y'all just did a feature together. And so it could be really tricky doing that shit. I wonder if like Snoop Dogg's been doing Snoop Dogg's done that in the past, though. So it's not really weird to see him. He's one of the few that can get away with it and it ain't that. But there's a lot of times where you hear an artist, it, it could even be a vet that you fuck with. And it's just like, you appreciate the thought, but it's like, ugh. Y'all didn't have to do it. It is an interesting pairing, though. It is. You wouldn't expect that. No, not really. Um, And the crazy thing about it is, out of all the features, that's the only weird one. All the other features, they make sense, and he didn't have a lot of features. He didn't have too many, which is what I like, too, because if you're going on a debut album, um, I expect to hear a lot more of you, and I hate when people like do a song where every single song is with a feature. To me, that's never good. Are you talking about when like, every song on the album has a feature? Yes, and especially coming from a rapper. I hate that shit. Like, I just... I don't really mind it, to be honest it, with you. But it I feel, depends I on what type of rapper it is. Depending on what, and depending on what album it is for, for, the, for the artist, I'm like, I kind of want to hear you maybe do an album with, at most, maybe a handful of features, but not, like, every track. I get what you're saying. Um, As far as substance and lyrics and whatever, like I said, it's it's typical Benny style. Um, He doesn't just dive into... uh. Actually, this album, honestly, like, he... To me, he didn't really glorify like the drug and the street shit as much. It's more of like a reflective thing to me. I feel like this project he touched on more where he's at right now, and there's a few tracks that kind of like touch on some things um, related to the streets, but it isn't like that straight drug dealer rap style that he normally dives in. I feel like he's kind of taking it beyond that. Like this album doesn't necessarily have like a storyline to it, but I think that he's definitely um, giving you something that's different from his last projects as far as rap goes. He can definitely get in different bags and tell you certain things without glorifying the drug use. You know what I'm Are saying? Are you talking about Benny Butcher? Yeah, yeah, I feel like... And them dudes been to prison, too, so I feel like they can always speak from a different perspective without actually putting their sh- putting themselves in that in their shoes, in those shoes, if that makes sense. No, that's fair. Um. So, with that being said, that's all the good shit I got to say about the project. 
The only bad thing, which is not really a super bad thing, it's more like a personal preference. The only thing that I don't like about the project, and this ain't even on Benny the Butcher. I don't know how you feel about this. I've said this to you before, though. And this is no disrespect, people. I'm going to stick to my guns. I can't help it. This is how I feel. But I am not a big fan of Hit Boy's production. His production no, is... No, you did. Because I remember I was sending you what was the half a mil shit with Dom Kennedy back in the day. His production is like, not... like, bro, I'm not really a fan of this beat, these beats. It don't do nothing for me. And it kind of... And it's fucked up because I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on him. Because to be honest with you, it's weird because I'm not a fan of his production. But I actually enjoy watching Hit Boy make beats. I've watched him a few times on YouTube make beats. I like the, his process and how he makes beats. It's very like just... It, it, it looks like he's just having fun with it and he makes it look so easy. So like, it's cause he's nice. So I, I will say <laughs> that like, I do like watching him make beats. Like I, I genuinely do. And I appreciate that, but I've never been a fan of his sound, man. There's literally like one song that I like from him production wise. So I'm saying on it to say that for me kind of took away from some of my enjoyment from this project because I don't like any of his production so I'm not crazy about any of the songs on this album as far as production wise. That kind of like just I didn't like that because uh, it's not really Benny's fault and Benny did his job on all the beats. But if I'm not really fucking with the beat, I it's just uh you know. And Benny holds holds weight lyrically, so I'm cool with that. Like I know I can still listen to it and enjoy it because he's giving me some. And I don't fault you for the whole beat thing, beat selection uh, statement, because, I mean, like I said, that's always been one of the things that I've been saying more artists need to be mindful about in 2024, I guess, depending on what type of artist they are and who they're trying to make music for. Because, like, I don't know, I just know, I know a lot of people have short attention spans, right? We've been kind of honing in on this for the past, like, five or six years, almost a decade at this point. People's attention spans keep getting shorter and shorter. One of the best things you can do to grab them from a music production standpoint it's to have a dope beat. That's like, I feel like 85% of the battle nowadays. But I also, but this is the weird thing though. If the beat's not good, ain't nobody listening to the track regardless of how you spitting on it. Benny the, the Butcher part. put a full length project out with Hit Boy already previously. And it was actually good. Again, I'm not a fan of Hit Boy's production. So even though I enjoyed the album... I didn't care for the production, but I still liked the album because it was good music. Ben, Benny the Butcher was good at what he did on the tracks, and Hit Boy did his thing. <clears throat> I'm not necessarily like shitting on his shit. It just doesn't do nothing for me. His production doesn't say anything to me. So Benny the Butcher was saying how with it going into this new project with Def Jam, he said that he already knew he didn't want to go into it um, doing it. He said he basically said that he wanted to go into it. Um, doing this shit with the people he's been doing it with and basically on some if it ain't broke don't fix it type shit which honestly i'm with and respect because let's be truthful he's been on a fucking roll with uh what's his name alchemist um derringer and uh uh his dad, low key too huh his dad right now too i'm not talking about hit boy oh i'm talking about benny has been on a roll uh with alchemist hit boy and derringer as far as production so I thought you were talking about Hit Boy still. I did so see when he says, when he says shit like, I'm basically trying to, uh, I want to go into this doing, you know, giving people something they want with the same shit that's been working. Yeah. I'm not mad at that because I believe that that formula is a true formula. Alchemist is a cheat code. If you're a good rapper and you already have that chemistry with an alchemist, 
the shit don't never really get old. But I will say this though. I don't necessarily want to hear a debut project from Benny the Butcher with nothing but um, Derringer and Alchemist production alone. And the only reason why I say that is because I feel like with how good he is, he can get in different bags. You want to challenge himself, you feel like? I ain't going to say challenge. I just feel like he's he's he can go beyond that because he's capable of that. And although we like the Alchemist, and I, I like to hear that all the time, I feel like for a debut album... You you kind of kind of have to give us a little something beyond that if you you know what I'm saying. You feel like to play it safe. Um, in a yes, but in a smart way, because what I'm getting at is he didn't just do, he didn't just stick to one producer. He got two, but he only got he stuck to just those two. At the same time, like I mean, maybe he doesn't really look at this as his debut debut album because I mean, like for real, for real, like he's been making music. I mean, he I think he I can't speak one hundred percent for Benny. It's like yo, like but he's I can't say music, this is another album for him. I can't. I do believe that he did look at this somewhat as kind of a debut album because I watched him talk about it on the Joe Budden podcast, and when he again when he mentioned certain things like making, he was very meticulous on production for this project. He knew exactly who to get, and he was very adamant about that. And I feel like going into something that's supposed to be a project that is considered debut you would put that type of care into it. If it was just any old project and he still was that nigga, he could get any production from any from multiple people and put a full album out. But because he knows that this is what the people like and this is what I've really been hounding my sound on, it's only right for me to put my debut album out with these producers because they're they've been giving me the best of what I the best of me comes out on these producers with these producers. So I, I'm not mad at him for doing that, but I just feel like for me being somebody who's not a crazy fan about hit boy, I'm not going to go crazy about his production. So anytime he does something with somebody that takes away sometimes and only a small percent because hit boy only works with great artists, which is a good thing because those artists still hold their weight and can rap. Okay, so I so don't then, trip. So then question for you. If you had to give it like your Yelp one through five stars, what would you give it? A Yelp review. A Yelp. I mean, I give it a solid four and a half. Okay. Yeah. All right. And the only reason why I can't say five is because the production, certain song. if it wasn't for the, the you production. You wanted to hear more from you and wanted to hear more from the production standpoint. Or more. I don't like more variety, more variety, so. More variety from, from a producer standpoint. I didn't. Uh, Cause you said it was just Hit Boy and Derringer, Alchemist. No, no, too. it was just Hit Boy and Alchemist. Gotcha. But I, I don't, don't know why. Like, you, I don't know why I thought you said Derringer. I don't like. Or I don't like Hit Boy's production, so it just kind of fucked me up a little bit. Hmm. His beats are just something about his beats is like I don't know. I don't want to say they too clean, but that's the best way I could look at it. And I know that sounds so weird because it's not the right word to use. Because clean ain't a bad thing, but his production just is. It's not. It's something about it, man. And I don't know what it is. It's just not for you. I guess it. Yeah, it just ain't for me. Like I've been rocking with Hit Boy since like for a minute. I guess really since before I even knew who he was. For real, for real. Yeah, man. I can't get in it. Yeah, but I mean, we don't want to, you know, dwell on this topic for too yeah, long. Yeah, my bad, people. But this is something we forgot to touch on the last episode. You know, we got caught up watching a bunch of music videos and stuff like that. But Vince Staples has a show coming out. On Netflix, I think it drops the fifteenth of February. Don't quote me on that, but I know it's like middle of February. But we wanted to run the trailer for y'all. 
I also haven't seen the trailer, so this is going to be kind of a little bit of a treat for me as well. All right, here we go. I'm home. How was your day? Crazy. I bailed you out last week. We ain't got no chicken for you, bitch. I'm lying, I have seen this trailer. Come on, bitch. I'm literally only gonna get Netflix just for this. I'm not I, mean, I, I have Netflix, bro. You don't need to buy Netflix for this. Facts. Well, you know what I'm saying. Anything interesting happen? You just come over here and watch the joint, because I'm going to be watching it. They still let you share accounts? Certain bro. actions require response. I don't know if because I have all the accounts that I use on the Xbox, that that's some type of loophole, but I ain't tripping about it. I'm still able to, still able to do my thing on Netflix. Huh? Shout out to the family account. <laughs> These motherfuckers ain't got no taste. No taste. Culture yourselves. <laughs> Man, I, this is gonna be great because Vince Staples is just great. He's just one of those people he can't ever miss. I always say that we would have grown up together or went to the same high school. I feel like we probably would have been friends. I don't know if that's a good thing or not, but. <laughs> He's just man. He's he deserves a show, man. He's so like he's smart. He's funny. He's funny as fuck. I mean, he's just but hella smart, which is like he's got that like cynical type of humor too. He's just one of them dudes that like you just he's smart, man. He's too smart. It's like he say some shit that you can't be mad about, and he comes from such a like unique perspective. The 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 things that he say it be like, man, like you right, but damn. Right, why you gotta say it like that? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> what you right though. That's like, why I feel like me and him would be friends, because nine times out of ten, when I get in situations, people are like, yo, damn, like, you right, but like, you don't have to say it like that. Nah, facts. <laughs> it's like, I mean, how else do you want me to say it? Yeah, I'm excited about this, man, because I've been waiting on this for a few years now. We 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 talked about this a while ago. Yeah, because um, didn't they say he was getting, he say he was getting the show a minute ago? Yes. I feel like I kind of forgot about it until just now. Like it's been in the works for a minute, out. and I didn't realize this teaser was the official teaser. I thought it was like the teaser for the teaser. Well, maybe there's a teaser for the teaser that I saw on social media because I don't necessarily remember the bank scene. But no, he's putting out these little snippets of shit back last year too. I'm talking about you talking the music video thing, like the one with Ray J. That was funny. That was like some years ago. Nah, that he had a few different ones. That yo, it's all them little shorts was funny. That was I like three. That was during the nah, pandemic. but that was yeah. Then he had some joints. Yeah, but anyway, um, let's go ahead and get into the, 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 the into the next thing, the videos. Yeah, so we got um some music videos for y'all. I guess I'm a dang. I guess we we gonna start with an artist from um the last episode. Featured an artist on the last episode called uh, Kemp Dupree. And we got to actually figure out in something in this little segment since we're going to be continuing to do this. But anyway, we got a, another video from Kemp Dupree. It's called Frank's Pizza. And I was supposed to play another video last episode by him, but I ended up, you know, messing up in terms of the video selection and clicked the wrong thing. But this is Kemp Dupree, Frank's Pizza. And this is my fire. We actually watched this earlier before the episode started. And we were like, yo, this is even doper than the video I actually intended on playing for y'all. So we're going to run this one. Super clean production. Yo, a hundred miles when I do the dash. No credit card, but I do the cash. Earthquake, make it do the Got the black cement trees on. With a new bag. Blood came me with the new gas. Wood stuff like an egg roll. Bet she let me get the head though. 
Late tonight, shit, I guess so. She hit the wood, got the move right. Where is he from? So we said we said we felt like he's from New York the last time, but like I don't know. What you think about this video? You said you thought it was dope earlier. I like it. It's clean. It's dope. It's it's just nice. Like you can't really say much about it in a bad way. I think it's, it's super funny. clean. It's vibrant. It's funny that they both got baseball jerseys on too. Got the triaxes on and in that and that with that outfit. Then you also fly shit. I fuck with him. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, so that was Kemp Dupree. Uh, what was it, Frank's or Fred's Pizza? Frank's Pizza. Actually, wait, he got one that's even newer. We're going to run the one that's even newer then. Yeah. Okay, so this is Bird Bennett. Who was him? Portland. Yep. Local Portland artist. Oh, they sampled that damn you <laughs> Yono. All right, this is, I'm fucking with this video already. Oh, alright, okay. Alright, alright. Right. He got that, uh, that's that, uh, that's fucking, uh, Cardi B's flow. This beat going, though. Hey, yo, Bird, who made this beat? This shit kind of going. Actually, not even kind of going. It no, is they, going. Simple, you can know. Which but I'm is saying, like, no, I'm saying, though, who out here made the beat for him? They might not even make the beat. The person that made the beat might not even be out here. That's true. It's one, regardless, who made the beat? This shit they snapped. <laughs> I would have never thought. I didn't expect this cut on the sample that way. I wasn't expecting this beat to come in like this either. He got that energy when he's performing too. Yeah, I'm rocking with this, with this, uh, this track. We got something else to add to the jam sesh. Look at this. Alright, chill, bruh. What? He said Drexler over Jordan. <laughs> chill, bruh. <laughs> Yeah, did not win in 92. But I respect, you gotta rep your city. <laughs> Alright, a little, a little bop in him right now. Let's lose a little bop. Throw my man Bird to Rock. Cool little video, rock with that. Yeah. Shout out to Portland, man. A lot of creatives out here, a lot of talent out here, man. Yes, indeed. 
It's a beautiful thing. Bird Bennett. Yeah, I guess we about to hop into the jam sesh. All right, y'all. This brings us to the end of this episode. We appreciate you rocking with us. Hit the like, comment, and subscribe buttons. And share it with your peoples. Leave us some feedback. If you're looking for us, we're on the digital streaming platforms. But if you prefer to watch, check us out on YouTube at Earns World TV. All music from the jam session is available on the playlist via Spotify and Apple Music. So hit the link in the description. But if you want to jam with us, hit YouTube. If you have any music you want to share, our DMs is open. As always, we're your hosts, DJ Iron One. And if you. We'll see you next time. I'll be back.